Welcome to Heroes in History. I'm Dreema. And I'm Maddie. This is, of course, your favorite podcast where we discuss mythology and history from across the world. We're going to be continuing our Greco-Roman mythology collection today. Don't forget that there are a lot of versions to these myths, and we'll only be covering certain ones. For this episode, we actually let you guys decide what god or goddess we would be doing this episode about, and you all managed to tie the votes. (laughs) So we'll actually be doing the two of them as the next two episodes. This is episode five, Hestia, the only actual good person. All right, are you ready? Yes. <laughs> I love the enthusiasm of the delayed response. <laughs> I was taking a drink slash hitting a vape. <laughs> okay. So the four different options that we had up on our polls for everyone to vote on was Poseidon, Hades, Hestia, and Demeter. And so one of the two that was tied was for Hestia. So we're going to start with her today. That means I get Hades. It does. (laughs) (laughs) Which, disclaimer, my boy has some fucked up mythology behind him. Like, I'm not saying he's a great guy. I'm not. However, I love him. I can't help it. At least your guy has mythology. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. My guy has mythology, and he has gotten adopted into a lot of modern-day fiction in just some really cool ways that I've got to love. Yeah. Oh, I get that. I get that. But today's Hestia. So Hestia. That's, that's where we're going. My girl. So Hestia, mm-hmm. otherwise known as Vesta in Rome, because this is Greco and Roman. <laughs> which I keep forgetting. Well, so we also need to... Put out there, this is Greco-Roman, but it's very Greek-leaning based. We will yes. go back at certain times because, like, you're good. Crack your knuckles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we will go back at certain times. And, like, we were discussing going back and talking about Kronos Roman versions of right. Saturn because he is looked Huge at in Roman society. He is viewed in a very different way in Roman society than he is in Greek society. And that's going to be something that's really fun to cover. But for some of this stuff, it just lines up too well yeah. to to have two separate things talking about the Greek and Roman version of it. Right. So we just shove it into the same episode. But we will go back on some of them and talk about the Roman like mythology behind it. Correct. All right. So Hestia is the goddess of hearth, home, and the sacrificial flame. Ooh. Uh, she's typically believed to be one of the kindest and most forgiving of all of the deities. Oh my god, she's just a little sweetheart. Yeah, no, she is. She's legitimately, like, that really cool grandma Uh you have. Uh She's like, no, it's okay. But, like, not the racist grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Like, not the racist grandma that's really sweet until she says something racist and you're like, grandma, you can't say that. No, no, no. She's like the genuinely cool one who's like, no, honey, of course you can dye your hair pink and purple. Yeah, I guess. But, like, I feel like the cool ant normally has a drinking problem, too. Not the wine ant. The wine ant is separate from the cool ant. Oh, okay. I didn't know they were different. The sweet ant. Yes. The sweet ant. Yes. The one that, like... what Hestia is. Yeah. The one that, like, picks you up from school when your mom can't get off work and, like, takes you out for ice cream if you're having a bad day. Got you. I got you. Yeah. So Hestia was primarily worshipped in the home 
through the practice of cooking family meals, making bread, and cooking feasts made from sacrificial meats. Oh. However, it's not the only way that she is worshipped. Yeah. And we kind of get around to that in just a second. Okay. Her most common symbols were that of the kettle, which I feel is very self-explanatory. Love that. Yeah. And All my tea drinking is for Hestia. Well, I think that they're meaning kettle like... Oh, like like a tiny cauldron. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's actually okay. more like a cauldron miniature version. I gotcha. Quite literally what you said. My it's just drinking, a mini cauldron. Yeah. I didn't need to spice that up at all. <laughs> <laughs> My tea drinking is still for Hestia. Yeah, yes, but... no, absolutely. <laughs> and the head veil. Oh, okay. She was actually normally depicted in art as wearing a head veil. Like a conservative-esque yeah. head veil. Yeah. Something kind of cool about Hestia's hearths in particular. I think hearths is the plural word. Hearths. Yeah, hearths, yeah. Is that they were not only found within the home. So while, yes, she was goddess of hearth and home, mm-hmm. not all of her hearths were solely inside homes. There's actually quite a few hearths dedicated to Hestia throughout the cities, especially in Rome. Yeah. This is this is especially prevalent in Roman society. Yeah. That there are sacred flames that are actually pro- heavily protected and just as revered as the hearths in people's homes out and about in the city and, like, in certain popular and important areas. So are we talking just, like, flames? Like, little yeah. bonfires? Yeah, like, it's, like, basically a brazier. Oh, okay. That okay. is hers. It's dedicated to her. That's cool. Who would make offerings, sacrifices, yeah. pray to her yeah. at these hearths around the city as well. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was imagining just like a freestanding chimney in the middle of the city. Um, but but a, brazier, <laughs> a brazier is a lot cooler. I wish. <laughs> oh, God, that'd be so funny. <laughs> I mean, because like my aunt, she had like on her outdoor patio, she had literally like just like a freestanding chimney basically that they just had outside if you want to hear something really funny when you say freestanding i know what that means yeah but i definitely still think floating (laughs) (laughs) a floating chimney for hestia yeah yeah (laughs) that would be really cool oh my god yeah like i said i know what freestanding means but it always makes me think of floating yeah just Uh, so the, this actually kind of leads into what her sacred animal is as oh. well. What sacred animal has to do with a hearth? A pig. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Now, this has a specific reason. Okay. And this is because pig fat yeah. is the specific fuel that is used to keep the hearth fire on Olympus burning oh yeah 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 well they you know i'm I'm sure the gods have got something figured out that it can live without its fat i guess i mean i i I guess they could but i highly doubt they do yeah no way the poor little piggy i know right poor little guy just i do the actual snort you do the cute little oink oink Sorry. <laughs> I think Piggy, I think 
<laughs> I see a little curly tail in my mind. Like, pig dog. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's a whole different story for another day. <laughs> now, I do want to add in here that there is a sometimes debated yes. second sacred animal. Okay. It's not super popular. I really only found it in a few places, but it is sometimes there. And that animal would be the donkey. Okay. This is due to a very specific myth. It's one of only like three myths that she even has. Yeah, so... I remember you saying that Hestia doesn't have a lot of myths. No, it's actually the reason why I call her the, one of the only good people is because she doesn't do anything. I mean, like, she does things. Yeah, but she just chills out. But she does not get mixed up in all of the drama of her family. She doesn't get mixed up in the affairs of mortals. Yeah. She's not out here fucking everything that moves. She's just at her hearth, you know, giving she's blessings. She's doing her job. Yeah, she's just like, I want to be here. I want to do my job. I want to tend to this flame and protect my home and family. That's it. Yeah. I... I I yeah. love that for her. No, absolutely. It I, gives I, me, like, cottage. I love her so much. It gives me cottage in the woods, just, you know, having a fun little time. That vibe. is exactly what she is, yes. I love that. Okay. Oh, and we can't forget. <laughs> Grab your refreshments. <laughs> it, I struggled a little bit with cracking that open today. Okay. I've got something really fun next, and it has to do with her sacred plant. And I'm going to show you a picture of it as well. Okay. And I'm going to... We have to post this picture then, right? Um, yeah, I'm okay. going to be... Po there are actually more than one picture that will be... There is more than one picture that will be posted with this episode. Okay. Um, so Hestia did have a sacred plant. And I actually didn't know this was a thing until I read about it. And I'm not going to lie, at first, I really thought that just someone online was fucking with me. Okay. But it turns out that this is a plant. Oh, this is going to be fun. Her sacred plant is called a chaste tree. Are you shitting me? I'm not. I'm not. And I, we will be posting a picture of this on our Instagram along with this episode. But the chaste tree or Vitex angus castus. Ooh, the scientific name. Is a flowering name. plant. And I kid you not, guys, this basically looks like if you took a small tree and a lavender bush and it had a baby. That's really cool, actually. It's, I mean, it's just like a, a small yeah. tree bush thing it's yeah. like a yeah it's like trush. those shrubberies a trush a trush <laughs> you know you have your spork and you have your trush <laughs> oh my god did you just compare Hestia's <laughs> sacred plant no. to a spork no I compared <laughs> I compared what a tree bush is to a spoon fork a trush. But you are comparing no. her sacred plant to a spork because her sacred plant is a trush. But not just, like, I'm not comparing just her sacred plant. I'm comparing trushes in general. Like, you, <laughs> <laughs> if you have something that are 
distinctly two parts of two uh, two things. You mush them together, or like a sport. Could you imagine if we named children like that? Like you are one part your like oh my God. each of your parents, so they just took your parents' first name and smushed them together. So Dreema to and Gatsby name. would be Dratsby, <laughs> or Grima. <laughs> Oh my god, that's terrifying! It's hilarious! <laughs> I've never been so grateful in my life for not having to name my children like that. Yeah. yeah. But I am standing by a trush. Okay, okay, so it's a trush that looks like it's also a lavender tree. It, it's just wild. It's, it's gorgeous. I yeah. love it. Yeah. But I didn't know plants could look like that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really look into the actual plant that much, uh, so I don't really know anything about it. I just kind of looked it up to see if it was a real thing and found the picture. Just got so floored by the picture. (laughs) And as far as I can tell, other than the Latin name, it's genuinely just called a chaste tree. I mean... That's it. That kind of goes with her whole vibe. Yeah, it does. It the does. veiled goddess, like modesty, hearth and home. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So this is where I thought I was actually going to struggle with this episode a bit. Yeah. Hestia really only has, like, three confirmed myths. Oh. I'm not kidding. There's nothing else about her personally, and she has three myths. And we fit them all in this episode. (laughs) Okay. Actually, one of them we don't even need to, because one of those myths is her birth story. Oh, okay. And we've been over that a couple of times, actually, at this point. No, one of Hestia's myths is her being born. So we have two myths about Hestia herself. We have two and a half myths. Two and a half. Okay. Because I found something else, but... Yeah. Yeah. Two myths that are widely known. Yes. Quote, unquote. Because you don't really hear a lot about Hestia in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. So, the next one after her birth story. Yes. Is, at one point in time, Hestia, you know, she's out here living her life, watching the hearth, watching the home. She's single. She's not really mingling, but she's living her perfect, single, happy life. Yeah. Well, now, Apollo. Oh, God. And Poseidon. Oh, God. We've covered one of these gods. Yeah. We have not covered the other. Well, we haven't done an episode on either one of them yet. Yeah. But We've we have talk- mentioned one. Yeah. And Apollo is new. Which we won't really be going into Apollo. Yes. Not quite yet. Yeah. He is reserved for a special a- episode. A special reason later. Yes. They were both eyeing up Hestia to be their bride. They were like, mm damn (laughs) does the beard stroke yeah like the fuck boy like (laughs) check mark to the chin thing (laughs) sitting on her ass all day by that fire ain't made that booty flat yet my god oh i her up so hestia yeah sees them doing this yeah she's like oh gods no no please no. So she looks at Zeus. Yeah. And she says, hey, uh, 
Little big bro. Yeah. <laughs> I need a favor. I can see these two, I and me, up. Yeah. And I think... I would much rather be a virgin forever and watch fire than marry either one of these buffoons. Yeah. So Zeus is like, yeah, yeah, chill. That makes sense. Uh, that's all you know. That that's you. You're good. Yeah. I, uh, you know, whatever. I don't care. Go watch some flames and don't let anyone stick their dick you. in it. It's fine. Yeah. That's chill with me. <laughs> Uh, there were a couple of accounts where uh, Zeus is also interested in Hestia as well. Yeah. But not really, honestly, as awful as it sounds, because while we are trying to give as accurate of an account of these as we can, um, it kind of doesn't matter whether or not I say Zeus wanted to put his dick in something, because does it exist in anywhere in Greek mythology? Yeah. Oh, Zeus wants to put his dick in it. So <laughs> He's interested. You should just assume, like, from here on out, that unless we specify, Zeus probably wanted to stick his dick in it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> just kind of the way it is. It was just, you know, out there looking around right. for anything possible. I kid you not, that's the whole story of how she became one of the only three virginal goddesses. That's the whole story. I was gonna say, we don't have a lot of virginal goddesses in the first place. So, like, Zeus a, a granting her this quote-unquote favor, I don't think is too ridiculous or, like, outside the realm of believability. Yeah. Because you have to have a god or a goddess of everything, as we saw when you had a god or a titan of mortality, um, and they were fucking immortals and there were no mortals around. Right. And... Honestly, also up to this point, I don't really know where in the timeline this falls because we all know Greek mythology doesn't yeah. have a real timeline. Yeah. So she might have been the first. She might have been the first. For all we know. It doesn't say that. Yeah. But we have no proof. The other two virginal goddesses are both daughters of Zeus. Mm -hmm. And we have no proof showing that they have been born up to this point in time, which I think's ironic as fuck. Okay, so this is off topic. Well, not off topic, off topic, but this is something separate that i would really like to do and topic is our specialty <laughs> i would really like to do a series on later but in lore olympus the web comic <laughs> in lore olympus hestia is actually one of the goddesses that is involved in this like uh in this like i don't not treaty but like group of goddesses that pledge basically to be chaste and always be like virginal goddesses and it's it's a couple of them and you it's can, a nunnery it, it's kind of a goddess nunnery um and that actually goddess nunnery yeah and that actually persephone ends up like she is originally brought up to be one of these goddesses yeah because demeter's like i don't want to share Demeter is, like, trying to protect her, basically. Yeah. Which, so I'm not going to go too in-depth on it, but that's really cool that that is actually, like, part of mythology. Because Lore Olympus is, like, typically pretty good about having those aspects and being pretty, like, true to mythology. But then there's obviously things that, you know, have creators. Uh, I, yeah, I just thought that was cool. Because it's yeah. literally just, like, a main part of the storyline that Persephone is involved in this agreement to be chased and virginal throughout her whole life and Hestia is one of basically the goddesses on the quote-unquote board that started it so it's cool that that's legit Hestia is on the board of directors of virgins 
I mean, kind of. <laughs> ah, yes. Order can... <laughs> order, order, this meeting will now come to session. Session will now come to order. I don't know how you phrase it, uh, but I don't need to because I'm Hestia, the head on the board of directors for the Chaste Goddesses Nunnery. Yes, yes. The virgins of godhood. The virgins of divine... Divinity! 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 <laughs> Oh, I that's said divineness. Divineness. <laughs> oh, the amount of words that we make up, we could have our own dictionary. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. A little podcast dictionary, a trush. Trush. <laughs> dozen uplets. Yeah, dozen uplets or does uplets, <laughs> also known as it's a dialect thing. <laughs> I like dozen uplets because you definitely know what you're talking about. Oh, but yeah. I like does uplets because it rolls off the tongue. Does uplets also fits a lot more with like quadruplets or quintuplets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, dozen uplets is like, oh, I know what they're talking about. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, the only other myth that really exists that like I can prove to a primary source in the sense of like a really old dead writer. Yeah. Man. <laughs> a really old dead writer man. Okay. <laughs> is one that I got from the records and writings of Ovid. Oh, your favorite. Yeah, my favorite. <laughs> Look, I don't have a problem with Ovid. I'm just, I'm a Greek loyalist, and he's Roman, okay? It's, it's in my blood. I can't help it. PSA, I'm not Greek in any way. <laughs> it's in her heart. It's in my heart. So. Yes. This all starts with a party. Question. Okay. Are we talking about Hestia in this sense, or like Vestia? Vesta. Uh... It's Vesta. Yeah. As it's written. Okay. I was just curious. The same goddess. I was just curious because I know sometimes you do get Roman, like, writings that still yeah. use the Greek gods' names. I, I was reading a translation that had... I'm going to be really honest. I don't remember which one was written first. It was either Hestia or Vesta, and then the other was in parentheses I gotcha. immediately behind it. I gotcha. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was, it's just, they're so similar. And I wasn't sure if Ovid typically was one that used just Roman or both or just Greek. In the translation you were reading, it was both. Both. It yeah. Both. Which isn't abnormal. No, it's not. So this all started with a party. And it's a party that's hosted by Rhea. Oh, I remember her. Or Kybel. Kybel. In her Roman form. Okay. Kybel? I've never heard her Roman name. Kybele. Okay. One of those two. Okay. It is spelled C or K Y B E L E. <laughs> okay. So she invited everyone, just about yeah. everyone, like, hey, to guys, this party. Let's boogie down. Yeah. Yeah. Really. The only person that we are told that is specifically not invited to this party yeah. is Silenus, and he is a satyr. Oh, 
I don't worry. He shows up anyways. Why did Silenus <laughs> get? I don't know. There wasn't a reason. He was not. He was the only one listed as specifically not invited. And he shows up anyways. The hell did Rhea have against Silenus? I don't know. So there were gods, nymphs, satyrs. I mean, the full works. This yeah. was this was a party. Yeah, this was a party. Okay, there were plenty of people, and there was even more wine. Ooh, and I mean, I- I'm serious. I feel like I cannot stress you enough. This party was like sheltered kid going away to college kind of party. <laughs> they got taken out with their roommates for the first time and then they do nothing but drink every night on the weeknight yeah the rest of the semester yeah they have a little bit of an off semester because they're like holy shit yeah this is this is happening this one goes out to all the shelter kids that moved out for college their freshman year (laughs) and then failed their first to first two semesters of college she mine was i my freshman year i was huddled in the library it was my sophomore year that that shit happened god no i think i came out of my freshman year of college with like a 1.7 gpa god (laughs) yeah no my freshman year i was huddled in the library honestly mostly because i just didn't want to be in my (laughs) dorm I don't know how I didn't get kicked out of college my freshman year. Yeah. It got better. It got better. It's fine. Yeah. To live a little wild sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to be that sheltered kid that goes away to college. Yeah. A podcat entering the room. Podcat. No. (laughs) At one point in the evening, Hestia gets tired. And she decides she's just going to go find a nice patch of grass to take a nap on oh no and this oh no like kind of crazy oh it's a big oh no moment but not like a huge oh no moment okay this is something that a lot of people are doing actually i mean yeah Yeah. apparently people are just going out and they're like ah cozy moss napping on the grass cool they're napping on the ground some people are just kind of going at it like this is casual okay there are no barriers so she finds a nice little patch of ground and she lays down and takes a nap i just wouldn't trust myself to nap around the gods is my only thing that would be because you have good instincts (laughs) (laughs) like hestia my girly have a bodyguard or something like do not nap around gods getting drunk and like lord only knows what else oh yeah oh no you are not you are not wrong now hestia falls asleep yes she's dozing she's snoozing she's probably dreaming of visions in the fire yeah along comes the god priapus Priapus. Okay. Priapus <clears throat> is really not important other than this instance. I was going to say, I think Far I've, as I know off the top of my head. I think I've seen that name, but I haven't really heard oh, of it. Oh, you have? Uh, because it's in correlation with a picture that I have shown you of this god. Oh, I have seen that name. This oh, is god. the god of fertility for both animals and vegetables. And here's the picture again for you, and I'm oh, going to post my it god. with our... Um, with our chaste tree picture, so that it's kind of hidden away from the main feed until people scroll to it. He is a very, very well-endowed god. <laughs> he is definitely the god of fertility. 
Yeah. I, I would dare say that he is so well endowed. That's the most unattractive man I've yeah. ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, no, that actually terrifies me. Um, it, it looks like a weapon Without as opposed too to... too much uh, overwhelming detail. It touches his knees. <laughs> it looks like a weapon. I was talking with Gatsby earlier about this. And I said, forget every joke I've ever heard some fuckboy make about having a third leg this man actually has a third leg he is a tripod yes it's horrible it's so scary he comes along <laughs> he comes along <laughs> i really was at the urge to say that the first time i said he comes along <laughs> uh, i couldn't the second time i mean that's there so he comes along <laughs> he's like chasing nymphs he's looking for someone to get a little frisky with he's feeling himself and he thinks it's ready for someone else to be too uh. <laughs> <gasps> suddenly he'll he notices a beautiful woman lying in the grass oh no oh no oh no asleep Oh no, consent! And to him, this is the opportunity consent. he has been looking for. In case you can't tell, he's a prick. Yep, yeah, that, that makes sense. Since he's literally one-third prick. Yeah, yeah, no, he is, he is one-third prick. It takes over his personality. Okay. He, he, this is a shitty, terrible person. I, okay, yeah. I hate it. All right, let's go. He starts sneaking over... To where she's lying on the ground. Mm. But before he can reach her, a donkey, <laughs> specifically the steed of the satyr, Silenus, who was not supposed to be here at the party. Yes, I know he's a satyr riding gonna... a donkey. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I was going to say the steed of the satyr. So huh? we haven't really gotten into what satyrs are yet, but we can kind of give you a little bit of a quick description. A satyr is a half goat, half man being. Yeah. They are like the upper half of a man and the lower half of a goat with little hearts on their heads. Uh huh. I say little because I think again of Grover from Percy yeah. Jackson, but they can have some big ass hearts yeah. on their heads. I also think of Grover. <laughs> yeah. Silenus is actually a character in those books. Really? I don't yes. remember that. He's on the Council of Cloven Elders. Yeah. Oh. We should do an, uh, a series on the Percy Jackson books I too. I would kill 10 men to be able to do that. <laughs> understood god asterisk i am not a murderer i will not kill people there are no men standing in your way i yeah, promise no men standing in my way but yeah silenus so okay. this donkey is the steed that silenus came to the party on you know maybe Rhea didn't invite silenus because he doesn't respect boundaries i was thinking that earlier but also like at least he respects like consent his donkey does. His, at least his donkey does. Respects consent. So Priapus cannot understand the concept of consent. But this donkey can. Yeah, this donkey is like, no, man, that's fucked up. Yeah, he's like, that's not okay. So when Priapus is about to reach Hestia, this donkey begins braying a warning. Oh, hell yeah. 
This wakes Hestia from her slumber. And there are two different accounts right here of what happens, like, in the translations. Yeah. Either she yells, or the donkey's braying actually also sends out a warning. You sound that To horn. the rest of the party. Yeah. Whichever one of them yells. Yeah. Or makes the sound. Everyone hears this disturbance and comes rushing to Hestia's aid. As they should. She's just a little sweetie. Priapus does not get to her. Good. He claims that he had no idea that this was Hestia. Bullshit. She's he one of the she big... was just a nymph. She's one of the OG gods. Bullshit. It's like, no, I was up here chasing nymphs all day. How was I supposed to know she's a goddess? I just, I just thought she was a nymph. Yeah, okay. Right, right. <laughs> the whole, how was I supposed to know she said no? Yeah. It doesn't even matter if she's just a nymph. She didn't say no. She was just asleep. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> I fucking, I'm sorry. I can't. can't. I, I fucking can't. can't. I get ya. I can't either. Oh. Regardless, after this instance, Priapus flees from the area after being banned from ever participating in their parties again. Hell yeah. Priapus is not actually allowed back at any. Yeah, no. Uh, Fucked up. Shindigs, hoedowns, and <laughs> or awkward school dances <laughs> that involve the gods from here on out. No boogies for him. No boogies for him. Okay. Yes. I know I said that there are only three myths that involve Testia. Yes. <clears throat> is, Which, this, is this the point five? Yes. This is the part where that is and isn't true. Okay. Technically. Yes. There's one other story that I found for Hestia while researching her. And it involves Dionysus. And I say I found it while I was researching. But again, this is just my uh, Percy Jackson toss it in there tidbit thing. This is actually something that is in the Percy Jackson books. Yeah. That I thought was made completely made up. Yeah. The problem is, I will not tell you for sure that this is something that they believed. Mm-hmm. Because I can't find a primary source. Yeah. Nowhere have I looked, have I seen it cited. Yeah. And I can't find it in any primary sources. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm just missing it, which is entirely possible, because my ADHD will not uh, allow me to do anything but skim if I'm just looking for keywords. Uh, so I, got you. I can't find anything that has Dionysus and Hestia together. I gotcha. Maybe I should also throw out there that I am doing more than just skimming research. I'm meaning <laughs> specifically what I'm talking about, citations and sourcing. I got you. I'm not reading 17 pages to find a one-sentence source, okay? It might exist. And if you know, like, if you're listening and you know where this is written in some sort of primary source or somewhere we, we have found it, historically speaking, maybe we found a painting of it on a wall or a sculpture from then but if you unless you know where i can find that don't take this as fact yeah because i i mean don't i, I don't know yeah I let us know if you do but... in non-primary sources yeah this also actually has a lot to do with the origin story of dionysus mm -hmm. so we'll get more in depth on the backstory behind this myth later on okay but I don't want to go too in-depth on that now. Essentially, yeah. while Dionysus is a god, yeah. he was not always an Olympian god. Yeah. Because those are different. Yeah. 
So Dionysus arrives to Olympus one day to claim his place in a throne beside his father, Zeus. Unfortunately for Dionysus, there are already 12 thrones on Mount Olympus, and 13 is a very unlucky number for the Greeks. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's not like... 12 is like a really good lucky number, yeah. 13 is not. And that's not like wild. 13 is typically not a yeah. lucky number. Yeah, no. Most people don't consider 13 to be a lucky number. Yeah. So not me. I'm sorry. Not me. Like legitimately. I was watching Wizards of Waverly Place when I was younger. I was like legitimately convinced as a kid that the 13th floor was like hidden away from magical beans. I loved Wizards of Waverly Place. Okay. I honestly, so there was a point in my quote unquote childhood because I am just slightly older than Maddie is by about two years. Yeah. So I mean, I guess some people would be like slightly, but then like to us it feels like slightly. Yeah. Because we I feel like it also helps that we've known each other so long. Yeah. It's honestly not that much older. But by the time that we got to that point mm-hmm. where the later seasons of Wizards of Waverly Place were coming out, I was we're going to put this lightly and say that children's shows, quote unquote, were no longer encouraged in my household. Wizards of Waverly Place was not a children's show. It was on Disney Channel, and that was not encouraged. That's bullshit. Yeah, I know. That's bullshit. So I still need to go back and, like, finish it? Oh, I Because I've only seen bits and pieces? I I miss that show so much. It was one of my favorites of all time. It's got so many twists, so many turns. That, and I only remember the show in bits and pieces, but I remember absolutely loving it, so I don't know that you will even remember it. Because I feel like they're... Despite how close we are, we are also far enough apart yeah. in age that there are certain things that you don't always remember. Yeah. I don't know if you remember the show Phil of the Future. I do kind of, yes. I had a dog that I named Phil <laughs> after that, and everyone always thought that I was fucking nuts because I had a dog named Phil. I am not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. Anyways. Regardless, <laughs> that's a lucky number. <laughs> These are the tangents that you're here for. All right. So Hestia, seeing this problem of the 12 versus 13 Olympian gods. Now, we consider the Olympian gods to be gods and goddesses that have a throne. Yes. On Mount Olympus. Yes. The, like, home of the gods. Yes. In order to prevent any conflict between her family and, honestly, just testing the fates by having 13 of them. Yeah. Hestia imparts her throne to Dionysus and instead takes up a seat next to the hearth. Oh. For, like, ever. Wait, I've heard about that. Yes. I told you, it's in the Percy Jackson books. Yeah. I think I've heard about... Where else have I heard about that? There is a YouTube channel, and I can't quite remember what it is. I'm going to mention it when we get to Dionysus, because yep. I want to go back and watch their episode that I watched about Dionysus there. Um, but there is a YouTube channel... That has an in-depth about a lot of the a lot of the gods, like Greek gods and their origins and how they came to be Greek gods and like where they started, whether it was like Mycenaean or whether it was something that like the Greeks created from a different Mycenaean god and then just gave it a different name, right. like later As on. What usually happens between As any and everything. Happens. Dionysus, I think in Dionysus episode, or maybe it was Hestia's if I watched their Hestia one think they mentioned that i could be completely wrong <laughs> i could be entirely misremembered yeah 
But I feel like I remember hearing that somewhere else because I didn't, I don't remember the Percy Jackson books very well. I wish I could tell you that I've not read those books 14 times, but I'm actually, I don't believe exaggerating. I feel like I need to read them again with how well you know them. Because I read them into the double digits and then I've also listened to the audiobooks once or twice. I can't remember. I know you listened to the audiobooks again recently. Yeah, it was actually um, fall of 2022, mm-hmm. uh, right after you moved in. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all we've got for Hestia today. Join us for the next episode on the king of the underworld, Hades. Guys, please don't forget to leave us a rating and review. It really only takes about like one to two minutes to do it actually helps a lot especially because we are newer for getting us out there to other listeners we also have social media feel free to follow us instagram is at heroes and history pod and twitter is at hero history pod i feel like you guys know by now the reason why they are different and it's because twitter hates me but it's still frustrating (laughs) We do post for every episode, including, like, some specialty content that we do at different times. Yeah. And we do just love hearing from everyone about their opinions on... Oh, yeah. It's my favorite thing is getting feedback. Yeah. On how we're doing. If you have any new tidbits that we didn't mention or don't know, anything you'd want us to do in the future, it's really fun. Yeah. Welcome to throw that in there. Yeah. And like we say, thanks for listening, guys. And please don't piss off any gods. (laughs) 